It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk Calgary International Film Festival every day this week. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey! And where's Murray? Murray, where are you? Murray? And Murray's not here. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on Sift style. Oh, yeah. But before we blast into our SIF coverage from day one and two, we've got a shout out to our buddy Paige at Reverie True Crime, who's been super, super, super awesome to us all over social media. So we're just going to give her our first promo plug. You're going to hear a few of these over the next little while from us as we try and support our podcast family on social media. So here we go. Let's have a listen to Paige and get ready to hear about Reverie. My name is Paige, and I'm the host of Reverie True Crime. Reverie means to daydream, but even daydreams can turn into nightmares. Join me as I tell you about horrific reveries on the Reverie True Crime Podcast, wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Oh, Paige, we love you so. All right, well, let's talk about SIF Calgary International Film Festival. But first, let's bring the funk. You can find everything SIF at sifcalgary.ca and just search SIF Calgary anywhere on social media, once, everywhere. Once again, SIF is C I F F. That's right. Or KIF. People. Okay, so have you always called it SIF? I've always called it SIF. I've always called it SIF. Yeah, other people go, isn't it KIF? No, that would be with a K. That's what. That's kind of what I thought. TIF. Foul laughter pretty much makes it a soft C. See, that's it? what I thought about English, but some people thought I was wrong, because you know I'm not always the first best speaker of the language of English and that type of thing stuff. Although that doesn't really make I guess it's E, yeah. I before E except after C? Because I guess... I guess cake is a C with the vowel and the... Well, as I always do like to say, it's it's always better to have Sif more than Sif less. That's that's something. It is. Well, what did we see day one, my little buddy? I saw the human factor. I also saw the human factor. Yes. Tell us more. Uh, Human factor is about the uh, Israeli-Palestine peace negotiations. Uh, directed by Dror Moray. Um, he's actually the guy that uh, was nominated for an Academy Award in 2012, I want to say, uh, for his doc, The Gatekeepers. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, where he interviewed uh, heads of Israeli secret agency, the, uh, the uh, Shin Bet. Um, and, uh, yeah, in that film, he was able to get one of the heads to admit to, you know, to Palestinians he's a terrorist. Um, so... In this film, there kind of are similar revelations, um, but this time with Americans who were involved with the Israeli-Palestine peace negotiations, he kind of gets them to admit that maybe things should have been done a little bit differently and maybe it was a little one-sided. And uh, it was kind of cool that uh, a guy that's an Israeli that directed this really showed us pretty balanced yeah, from yeah. my perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm you know, who am I to say, but from my perspective, 
Um, pretty balanced view. Um, he really, he really gave you the Palestine. In fact, almost to the point where I was sympathizing with Arafat. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> so I was like, "How's know, this possible? This guy's a terrorist, and yet I like him." Yeah. So yeah, I liked it a lot. This uh, this was a really good film. It was so likable. It was. It was Mondo. All right. Well. Wow. That's what I got to say about it. Yeah. The humanity of these negotiators was incredible. The choice of the name of this film, I thought, was very aptly put. Uh, so topical. And recent news about peace treaties again with our friend Donald Trump. Um, loved hearing these brilliant diplomats give their opinions. You know, it was it was mind-bending some of the things that these guys um, talked about and had the insight into. They became like somehow like a bridge between these two, well, three cultures really at the end of the day. Yeah. Also amazing, the heartwarming um, to see some of the politicians you think who are monsters, like pretty much all of them in my opinion, see so much humanity in each one of them. The emotion and intelligence of this film was overwhelming. I actually had a few moments of tears with the true feelings of these men showing their true love and caring of these leaders they spent so much time with. I liked hearing how they felt their failure um, at the 11th hour came from the fact that they didn't think to have an impartial Palestinian lawyer, as they called it, quote unquote, yeah. as part of the negotiations. Yeah. I, I just, I thought this, although it's a Talking Heads um, film, I was blown away. This is this is probably one of my favorite docs I've seen in this year for sure, and po possibly it's definitely the best political um, documentary I've ever seen. E even I, though I knew like everything that had gone on for the most part, there was still like this tension that built up, and then I'm I'm almost yeah. like, are they going to get, get this done? Are they? <laughs> of course they're not, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It looks I was, so good. I know. It was like, I was. am I watching a drama here or is this an actual documentary? I tell you. But. For me, this gets a humanity rich, political, heartwarming mondo. Yep. No, it was, it was, it was a mondo for sure. Really liked it. Uh, and I will mention that uh, it is actually playing again. There's an encore presentation. So September 27th, which if you're listening to this to, on the day that we do it, I think it's the 26th today. So that would be Sunday, the September 27th. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. It is playing at 11.30 a.m. at Eau Claire Cinemas if you're here in Calgary. And there are still tickets available from what I hear. Yeah. So, you know, people who like um, A, documentaries, and B, political documentaries, that will make you cry. I don't know. I was bawling my eyes out a few times. I wasn't balling my eyes though, but it is. But it you is, are heartless and it cold. Is, I so. am heartless and cold. It, it's a powerful film. Really, really worth watching. Can't recommend it enough. Go yep. see it. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, okay. So the other thing we got to see the same day, which was day one, day one, was My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To. And we also got a little surprise to see a short, which I think was local. It was local. Uh, was it Peter Tominic, I believe, was the director of that one? Sure. I don't remember. I think it was something like that. But um, Cool. Yeah. Sheep River. Yeah. So just for everybody, because we're going to probably see a bunch of shorts through the festival, we're not going to give a big deep dive into each short. We're just going to give a quick one sentence review so that you guys know what we think. So for me, this was meh, was okay, little vampire adjacent film. 
Ditto. <laughs> there you go. So my heart can't beat unless you tell it to. Oh. This film tells you everything you can expect in the first 10 minutes. Expect messed up family dynamics where everyone is fucked up and they all pull together to feed the baby its sweet, bloody bottle. Apparently, more often than some would like. This film was super, super slow, creepy build, but that it kept you wanting more always. Yes. And it always rewards for your patience. It's like, I'm being so patient. Can you reward me, please, mommy? And bam. The patience is delivered. It is. So much karaoke, piano scenes to cause jocularity, and creepy teenagers who always deliver the sweet, sweet creep. Sound was amazing. Gets us so, and I've said this before, creepy, challenged piano playing, vampirism mondo. And I got to mention... The bad burying skills of one of our lead actors. I mean, come on. You're not living on a major acreage. You can't just bury them two feet down. Yeah, but he, he, he kind of messed up everything he did, though. That's he sort was. Of, sort of his thing. He's not very good at the things he was doing. So I, I know that... Um, his heart wasn't in it. His heart wasn't in it. But, you know, it's kind of funny because I think we both talked about this after the film. That I was channeling a little bit of don't let the right ones or let the right one in on this one. There is a well, and why? Because that what did that do? That dripped with atmosphere. What does this do? It It, dripped. It was dripping with what? I was so atmospherically uh, excited. I dropped my mic. Movie was all tone and atmosphere, Um, and I'd be hard pressed to say that that uh, Owen Campbell wasn't absolutely amazing in this as Thomas. Your your little creepy teenager in this one <laughs> um just the looks that he gives every i know and pure the, innocence yeah it, it was fantastic As his face is covered with blood and his little look on his face yeah oh so good um i'm still not convinced that these guys are all family it's kind of i'm portrayed super that convinced way. i don't think i think there were circumstances that brought them together i do not see those dwight and jesse as brother and sister and I don't think that they're related to Thomas. I 100. Okay, so I don't think that they had enough. They had. I, I feel they had to have been. And the reason I say that is number yeah. one, it's not like um, I need the, to, the brother yes. sister combo were hooking up at all. There was no sexual tension at there all was, between them. So no, how but did he they was become, so subservient. I he mean, was, but that's but that's what would be if she's the older sister. Like that could be the whole part of the relationship. It like, could she be. The, controlled it could be the so dynamic, much. but. I I don't know. I just I think just the interaction between him and and and, and uh, Thomas and Thomas didn't it didn't seem well, brotherly maybe, at all. Well, but okay. So how how okay? Let me think of your brothers. How many do you have? Like twelve or something? There's like I have three brothers. There you go. Okay, three. It's a lot. So plus you, that's like a huge family. It's not the one point two average. So so four think boys, about it. If one of your brothers mom. instantly became some kind of vampiric, you know thing that kind of had to sleep under blankets. And I'm not going to say... Are you going to run around murdering people and feel... Like, you'd you'd feel a little bit upset about that after a while? (laughs) I suppose I would. (laughs) Right? Uh, But, you know, we also don't know anything about the family dynamics of the parents or any of that stuff, right? All we know is that 
is that they did have this bond we have that three, they couldn't get past. I, it, I don't know where the. I don't know. I didn't feel the bond. See, it it, it, it just seemed like a a, a whole. Uh, they were there just because of circumstance, and it's just I, I'd love to know the circumstances that got them there. Well, I don't want to know. I was just happy to enjoy but the ride. I enjoyed the ride a lot. As I say, this was this was Mondo. The only problem I had with this movie. The only problem. I had no problem. Well, two. One, I have to assume this hasn't been going on for a long time, but it makes me think that Thomas yeah, was potentially mentally challenged and that that's why he was so innocent about everything. Like, he'd never been outside. I see, I don't because, think he was mentally challenged. But how? I mean, they didn't have he enough just, space in their backyard to bury any more bodies. I mean, if they would... Because they were literally killing people every second or third day. You don't know that they Because they're moved. wasteful with their blood. They had, like, a giant gallon of blood sitting on their counter. That shit goes bad after, like, Five as hours. I, as I tried to explain, who knows? It maybe, congeals, man. Maybe, blood congeals. Maybe he enjoys the spoiled blood. Maybe but it he, tastes better. He was always drinking it from a bowl like a cat. Yeah, he wasn't actually weird, right? eating it like pudding out of the out of the bowl. Yeah. So why not, why not but, have the blood in a glass though? I guess just so he could, when everybody else is eating their dinner, it can look like he's having a normal <laughs> dinner. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, what I mean. just put the blood in a glass. It's so much more economical. Why keep it in than, the fridge where it stays? Yeah, put, yeah that's probably a good like idea too. I mean, get a separate bar fridge for it or a kegger. Like they could easily have created a kegger and kept it on ice all the time. He could have had a nice cold glass of blood anytime he wanted. Yeah, blood tastes tinny enough as it is. Did we have to to like, us? Did we? Have, they actually put it in like a tin little dispenser as well, like a copper pot. I don't know what it was. Like you know when it's, you're having a, a Moscow Mule, <laughs> that stuff gets cold in there forever. Anyways, movie was Mondo. Yeah, and I don't know. Is it playing any other time? Did you oh, look that yes, up? Oh yes, I did look that. You're, up. Sometimes I'm, you amaze me. I am on it, so you have to wait a little bit here, but that's not a bad thing. So if you did not see it, it is playing October third at the Globe here in Calgary at twelve forty-five p.m. So Sweet. little little matinee action. Matinee. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to see Thomas again. Yeah, I, Thomas is awesome. This would want. This is a movie I would buy. To be quite honest, yeah. I would watch this many oh, times. Yeah. Love this movie. What a great start to the film festival. Yeah, two bangers. Bang bang. And then day two got the mash. Bangers and mash. It was. Oh, that was clever. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, so the next... Day two. We're moving on to day two. Moving on, baby. So day two gives us Animation Nation, the shorts package. Yeah. We're going to blast through these babies. Quick and dirty. And uh, we want to give kudos uh, to Sif for integrating this into some great ways to stream it. It was pretty easy to use. You're using... Um, Fire Stick or something? No, uh, no, no, no. Roku. No, no. Roku. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, on the Roku, it's real handy. As soon as you you uh, uh, get, your, get your movies, um, you go into the event of uh, app and, and pop and bang, there's all your movies. Yep. It's great. Same with Apple TV. So don't be af people who are not technologically savvy. Do not be afraid. You yep. you will or or work. you can just like stream them directly online too. You yeah. can do that as well. But uh, yeah, if you've got a Roku stick, it's handy. Or an Apple or TV. an Apple TV apparently. Yeah. So we're just gonna blast through these uh, Grand Adventure Railroad. Oh, so good. Yep. Japanese black and white mixed media language animation train ride to freedom. I gave it a Mondo. Yeah, that was a mixed style Mondo. I mean, all right. We got all sorts of different animation in it. It was fantastic. <laughs> it, was, I, it was so cool. And it was a language that doesn't have subtitles. 
subtitles because it doesn't exist. Uh, dude, the language <laughs> was a mix of every language. He's speaking Italian. He's, yeah, it's so cool. It has. Uh, it was. It was. I loved it. Uh, next was Umbrella. Ugh. Computer animation upped the shit out of this. And for me, unfortunately, it was a rage. Yeah, it was computerized crap. Ugh, rage. <laughs> I'm sorry, Umbrella. It was an up ripoff. It was an uproariously rageful film. Uh, Grab my hand, a letter to my dad, which I thought was going to be, what was that saying that they said all the time? Gate check. Gate check. Heartwarming, made me cry, superhero dad story, meh. I was meh until I thought about it again last night and i kept on thinking about that and you know what it made you cry again that movie affected me it's a mondo well you love your dad that's the thing i do i wish he was still around yeah that's probably why there you go what you got what's next uh symbiosis i believe was next yep uh it was uh (laughs) you know what i'd seen this before i believe we saw we did see this south South by southwest Southwest. Yeah. yeah So I remember not really liking it, and I don't know why, because I must not have been in the right frame of mind. I'm watching it, and I obviously go, wow, I've seen this. And then I was like, this was a sexual awakening freaky mondo. I love this movie. For me, this was the life I want to lead mixed media dirty little mondo. There you go. (laughs) Great malaise. Great malaise. What you got? Um, it had a cool guillotine in it, mm-hmm. but it was meh. I got random acts of self-fulfillment meh. Yes. Uh, if anything happens, I love you. Yeah, sentimental meh, dead kid. <laughs> uh, love doesn't die unless you let it. Sweet memories meh. Yeah. Now, you pronounce this one because you speak parlez-vous français. Uh, not really. Un diable dans la poche. Dans la poche. Uh, I, I barely remember what it was about. You go ahead. Uh, I gave it a creepy French Hans Christian Andersen adjacent animated period meh. All right. Yeah, now I kind of remember. <laughs> meh. <laughs> and I Barnaby. Yeah, he's a man. He's a chicken. He's, a, he's a chicken man. I, I'm torn by this. This is the first movie that I still don't know what I'm giving it till I finish my sentence. All right, let's hear it. All right, so this is don't cluck with a priest unless you want to get plucked. That sounds mondo. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's a mondo. <laughs> I loved, loved, loved this movie. I loved it a lot. And it was still, I wasn't even sure which medium it was in because it kind of looked like it was CGI, it like did. animated. <laughs> but then there was times it kind of looked like stop animation a bit. It was, it was, kinda, it was a unique. It, it bounced around a little bit between what it was doing yeah i just i thought it was you got this kind of weird black and white sketchy thing at one point i was all creeped like to me this was amazing journey that this priest took that you're like i'm changing my mind it's mondo (laughs) it is mondo how could you not love a chicken that comes to life becomes his wife somehow like there's a scene in this i know we said we weren't going to talk about it but because i love this movie so much there's there's a scene where the chicken is transforming into a human and if it becomes him, which he kind of does later in the movie, yep. and he's wanting to, it's like, okay, so this is like a transgender chicken was, transformation. He's shopping bizarre. for lingerie. This was 
This was everything I wanted for okay, the short. So, so originally I said he's a man, he's a chicken, man. No, he's a man, he's a chicken, Mondo. <laughs> okay, that's much better. Okay, and the last one in this package was to Gerard. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can I say mine first? Go then? ahead. To Disney adjacent. Nope. It gets a low meh. It didn't make me rage, but it was very, very low meh. It gets a high meh from me. It was very Disney adjacent. It was super Disney adjacent. I don't like Disney It worked over time trying to pluck at my heartstrings. <laughs> Little did it know I have no heartstrings. Apparently you do, just but for your I dad. I did. You know what? It was, uh, it was okay. It was, okay. It was a... It was a high. I, I I liked it a little. Good for you. All right, let's move on. Okay, then we got two back-to-back films at the theater. We saw Me and Me. Yes. So, uh, Tenet, Korean style. <laughs> Is that what you got out of this? No, not really. <laughs> But the film will also fuck up your brain. That's all I'm going to say about that. It will. Chew it down and spit it up. The film appeared to be two distinctive acts. No doubt. Pre and post fire. Pre fire, it was almost a rom-com and felt kind of like that fe- the kind of that feeling of seeing Waking Ned Divine kind of movie was like, is this a Korean movie or is this like a British, you know, uh, you know those British rural picks that they put out over the time? Like, it made me think of Waking Ned Divine, how all the characters were... The, a little bit. The, the, the people in the neighborhood, because it's a small town, and they're all together, and it was it was funny and campy and witty, and, and then all of a sudden, the fire, post-fire, it gets messed up and super serious. Mm. Uh, kind of threw me a little bit off a bit. Like, I was kind of like, hey, well, this is not the same movie, because I was just getting used to the campiness of the, of the first part. I was kind of like, okay, I was kind of not liking the way it was going at the beginning, but then it kind of turned and I was like, okay, now I'm actually kind of enjoying it more. And it just kept getting more and more interesting as it kept kept going. Um, all in all, uh, I thought it was a pretty solid film. I liked a lot, just not loved it. Gets a KFC, Korean fried chick, and her husband messed up meh. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, just as you mentioned, I mean, it starts out as a comedy, then shifts tone, a uh, really unique film. Characters are one person one day and then they wake up the next day and they're someone else. Um, it's complex, it's confusing, but at the same time, it's quite enthralling. I mean, I literally couldn't look away. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the whole thing. I liked it a lot. Like I really, really liked it but it wasn't quite a mondo yeah. it's it's a really high meh um just a lot going on in this one a lot to unpack and i got bad news for everyone no that's the last showing nope there's another showing but it's sold out so your only shot is to get in the rush line and honestly it's probably worth getting in the rush line yeah it's 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 gonna mess you up for sure that's uh it yeah it's like I don't. I couldn't give it that mondo just because there were some gaps in. I yeah. thought in some of the direction. I think, yeah. but otherwise, it's a solid, solid Korean. Yeah. I, I okay. So here's another question: 
When was the last time you've seen a Korean film that you gave rage? I can't. I mean, okay, wait. Maybe there was a horror movie on Shutter that we saw that was a Korean one that you hated. Did I? Uh, I it was can't like remember. back a while ago, the one where they went out to that little town and there was like a ghost something in the house or something. But it's very, very rare to oh, get a was Korean. That, was that Korean? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, so it's very rare that we get. Um, it was one where they had it's all those rare. teenage kids that went out to yeah, try. I know. And, yeah, it was awful. It, but but I see. I gave it a max. Wow. I didn't it. But it's very rare to find a Korean you, film. You enjoyed all the nods to the American horror. Yeah, movie, I did. I, I thought they were playing. Annoying. I I thought it was kind of funny. Anyway, we got off topic there a little yeah, bit. But just some summate to say that if it is a Korean film, it's worth the price of admission, I find. Yes. So uh, real quickly, uh, the first two that we talked about today were in cinema only. This one is also in cinema only. We should be mentioning that. Yeah. Um, that's why, uh, unfortunately, the, the Encore is sold out. But as I say, they do have a rush line. So. Yeah. Well, and, and for nothing else, like just remember these films yeah so september 27th at 6 p.m uh me and me is playing again at eau claire um but uh yeah you'd have to get in the rush line if you want to if you want to get it at this point so for our saskatchewan and manitoba listeners this is going to suck for you a little bit because we're going to be doing, doing a lot of streaming after today though every yeah, day yeah. we'll have, some we have streaming tons of streaming and uh, all the uh, the animation uh shorts they were streaming so all available can, yeah. on streaming yeah, yeah. All right, so the last film we saw from day two Jumbo. was Jumbo. Gives you everything you need from a cl the classic tale that we all know. No. Girl has daddy issues. Okay. Girl meets boy. Boy, boy falls for girl. Right. Girl falls for Jumbo Tilt-A-Whirl. Right. Had sex with both and finds true love. I'm like, not saying who. I've seen that story a million times. A million times. How, how many times has that happened? I liked a lot of this film. I thought the whole concept was very cool. It was. And the cast did an amazing job. Lots of French TNA there for was. those who... Uh, so lots to please there for people who like their TNA. And as we talked after the film... Which French film doesn't offer TNA? Like I, I can't remember a French. It's kind of like the same it's rules for Korea. It's kind of like for Korean films. You know, it's going to be good if it's French. Someone's going to take their top off, and sometimes you get to see a wiener. And in this case, you got to see everything. So yeah, wasn't sure if man, woman, or woman amusement park ride sex turned me on more though. Suffice to say, they both got me to stand up at attention a couple times in this movie. I'm going to leave it yeah, sit there for a minute. No, Suffice to say that, that. Uh, um, at some points in this film, I thought things moved a little bit too fast for for the story. And other times I felt it, it, it flowed right down. Like it was like the pacing in this, I think, was a little bit off. Um, I almost felt like maybe the editing hurt this a bit. Like maybe there was another half an hour that we didn't get to see that I felt could have could have pulled you more into her world. I felt that it kind of escaped her world a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all in all, I really, really like this film. If you can't be with the one you want, with the one you love, normally it's love the one you're with. But in this case, build it gets a high man. <laughs> Favorite high. line. Yeah. I didn't make you with my vibrator. Yes. That was a good line, actually. <laughs> it was an awesome line. It was so The true. mom was cool. The mom was cool. Well, she was cool, cool and then she wasn't super cool, but then she was became cool, cool again. She became cool again. So so she was cool. She was cool. Yeah, so yeah, no, I mean, if, if you want to find, you know, go to a movie about someone who, you know, loves an amusement park ride, and I don't mean, you know, like, loves them 
like I love that ride. Like I want to, you know, give my heart and soul and my, and my body to that ride. Whee! Um, that ride is my soulmate. If that's the type of movie you want to watch, then this is for you. Um, if you can't get your mind around that, then probably avoid it. Um, it's the... <sighs> I don't know. It was it was a very strange movie. Uh, Mum's boyfriend was like super cool. Like yeah, mom was mom comes around. She's super cool too. Uh, well, I'm glad he came around too. Yeah. As I'm watching it, about halfway through, I'm like, I'm positive this is gonna be a mondo. Like I really was. And then we got to the end, and I don't know something about the end just kind of left me. Bleh. So by the time we got to the end, it was a meh. Uh, it's a high meh because the journey was was yeah, it was really, worth the trip. Yep, but by the end, of it, it was like, wait, hey. it was worth the ride. It was worth the ride. So yeah, overall liked it, didn't love it. Uh, almost loved it, loved it for a while. There was parts you loved, parts, there were parts you didn't. I loved. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's worth checking out too, and it's <laughs> you're not gonna see anything like it. I no, mean, no, there's if, not. This is gonna be one of those ones you kind of go like, okay, this is a little messed up. But it, it's not it's not so creepy and weird that you're gonna go like that was really weird. Yeah, no, because right? you know she w- had some form of mental yeah. mental disability Plus, or she I, had. Some... I was I was kind of intrigued to see you know how how does one make love to a giant uh, park amusement park ride and I, I found out sorta kinda we didn't get to see all of it. What do you but... think that the like how can you leak that much oil all the time and. I don't, Still be around? Yeah. I don't know if they actually did. I think that was in her mind. Was that in her mind? Maybe, yeah. Because remember when she... Right. There was a big leak session, and then like a few minutes later, there was no oil anywhere. Oh, so. man. But then she had like stuff on her face. Yeah, but there was stu- There was definitely some oil on the ground. Okay. So and she would find it on the thing, <laughs> like the giant jumbo. She crazy. She crazy. <laughs> She crazy. Anyways, it, it does have a encore presentation on October 1st at the Globe at 9.15 p.m. Sweet. So if uh, people want to check it out, uh, it is there for you. Have some jumbo. Not jumbo popcorn. Just have some jumbo. All right. All right. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. <laughs> Thanks to the extended film crew, crew of Murray, who's he'll be back with us pretty soon. Uh, Leonard Collin for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Collin Photography. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Bramble, and Spotify. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Check out our website at FilmRageYYC and always give us feedback. This week we're doing SIF, so you'll get to hear us tomorrow as well. Can't wait to hear from you guys again. And as always, Rage On. Rage On. Listen to us every day this week.